So Brandon, yes, how was that experience? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> the the experience of uh, watching the the massacre from Texas. The massacre from Texas. <laughs> it was oh, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> it was a film. It was a film, right? All right, guys, welcome to a new episode of Cashews and Critics and another new episode of Spooktoberfest. Yep. I can see that you guys, you guys have already an idea by clicking on this episode what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So we are talking about the really famous movie, Texas, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, 1974 edition. Yes, yes, not the not to be confused with the 2022 version, yes. which is just the continuation of this film because, like every horror movie now, is following the fucking Halloween uh, treatment, where they just ignore all all the sequels that they've fucking done or the remakes. Just retcon everything. Retcon everything, and they just start from the beginning. And then, like, add, like, legacy characters. So, like, the Sally in this movie is in this, is in the new one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, this is the original. And, again, like, it's a very, um, I like to say, famous film. And one of the, I guess you could call it the pioneers of... The slasher genre, if you will. I think we've already talked about pioneers. We mentioned Psycho in one of like we did an episode on Psycho. Mm-hmm. We mentioned Peeping Tom, like when we were doing Nightmare. Yeah, and then we mentioned Black Christmas. All these movies that had some sort of inspiration to uh, the slasher, because I still to this day think that Halloween is the one that really started. The boom of slasher movies. Yeah. And it's funny because you would think that, like, uh, this would be the one, considering that it's a long lasting franchise and whatnot. But it doesn't really get, like, insanely held up to the same standards as Halloween. I don't know. I haven't seen Halloween, so I can't really comment. Fair enough. Fair enough. But this I can I can see maybe why <laughs> based on watching this film. <laughs> okay, so right off the bat, like um I saw, <laughs> me and Brandon we were just watching this like literally like what 10, 15 minutes ago, and um I can already see by his reaction that he does not like this film at all. <laughs> I like it in a certain way. Yeah. It was entertaining, at least. Yeah, okay. It wasn't, like, insanely terrible. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't, like, oh, it wasn't actually, like, a bad movie. It wasn't, like, I was waiting for it to be over. I was, like, ah. Yeah. I was just, like, what is going on? (laughs) It's, like, looking at a bad car crash, and you're just, like, I'm watching it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I can see why people say it's the pioneer of, like, the slasher genre. It definitely has a lot of the the tropes you know a lot of you know kids going off to like some remote area for like some stupid reason and then they ignore all the warning signs of it being really weird out there and then they just keep making stupid decisions and they all sort of die yeah it's like you're just watching this and you're like just questioning why any of this is happening just why 
<laughs> yeah. No, I guess that would be the one of the main questions or I guess the things like when you're an audience member and you're just like, don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, it's like even that one point, like a guy warned them just to not do something. And I'm like, yeah, it's just good advice. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. It's like this. Why are you guys just doing stupid shit? Yeah. Considering this is the person in the gas station, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of hilarious when it actually like falls <laughs> down to the end. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I'm like, why is he being so nice? <laughs> He's like, so with context, this is directed by uh, Toby Hooper, who, um, God, he's directed other like big movies. And I'm thinking about it. But hold on, let me just pull that up. Uh, so yes, directed by Toby Hooper, and uh, honestly, I like this film. Like I really do. Um. Oh, uh, Poltergeist, by the way. Uh, Poltergeist. Poltergeist. You say Poltergeist or Poultry Guys because those are two different movies. Poltergeist? Okay. Did I say that? Or did I say something else? I was going to say, I've seen the movie Poultry Geist. Poultry Geist. That's a, that's a film. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a horror parody film. Wow. It's also a musical. Wow. Really? <laughs> Yeah. So, um, yes, so the same director who directed Poltergeist, which I could see kind of the comedy aspect of that film being in- implemented in this film. I mean, by all means, it's not trying to be a comedy film, but I won't lie and see like there is like some dark humor in some of the actions that these kids do. Yeah. I mean, they're like in some sort of way reaction. Yeah, there's also just some interesting scenes. Yeah. A little funny. Yeah. I think we rewatched one of them at one point. Yes, we did. <laughs> we'll get to that one. But, um, okay, let's just start off with things that you... You know what? I'll start it off, actually, because I think I like this film more than you do. Um, again, it because it is like a franchise like a horror movie pioneer i guess there is a little bit of bias i have with that considering that leatherface is such a huge prominent character in like horror pop culture um but i guess if if there is one aspect i like about it it's like how dirty the movie is in a sense like the cinematography wise like this movie is not clean it's not like Again, we're bringing up Poltergeist because I guess he directed this movie like the same way. Um, Poltergeist is very like clean, right? Suburban household, everything looks nice and tidy. This is like dirty ass Texas, like house being like already ruined from the exteriors and whatnot. Yeah, you see bones laying around, dead birds, fossilized and whatnot. Exactly, like. Everyone's just sweaty all the time. Sweaty, too. Apparently, girls are not wearing fucking uh, bras in this movie, too. Because <laughs> yeah. I guess it's really hot down there. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I was reading that it was pretty hot in the filming, so. Right, okay. Especially, I can imagine Texas is really fucking hot. <laughs> they're saying during the one scene, there was, like, in the house, there was, uh, since it was in the daytime, they had to put on, like, blackout curtains. 
and they had like actual like food in there, right? So apparently it like got up to sometimes, what was it 120 Fahrenheit, which is, I don't know, that's probably around like 40 something degrees Celsius. That's the, so that's apparently the, people would like, and then like the smell of like the rotting food, people would have to go outside and like vomit and come back. And just like, also these people, like one guy, like two people were in like full masks and like leather and like suits during the filming as well. Yeah. So they were like, apparently like literally losing their minds. Yeah, I can imagine. Ooh, that's kind of disgusting, to be honest. So, yes, it's very hot, and you can definitely see the detail in that in this film. You know, you see a lot of sweat. You see a lot of dirtiness. How, like, one of the main actors, like, her shirt was so dirty because of the blood that, like, it's, like, her shirt solidified. Yes, it did solidify by the end of it. Yeah. That's, uh, again, like, I respect the way that they shot it. Again, this would probably never happen again in 2022. I guess that's a common theme in the last couple of movies we've been doing. That, would, yeah. This wouldn't happen in 2022? No, it would not happen in 2022. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Maybe it would. Just don't know. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's more production value now or more budget for a mainstay horror film to be out there but i guess this movie was more considered to be experimental at the time so yeah i mean i guess you could say that it could happen still i mean really like what type of horror films were like coming out before this really Mm -hmm. like i that is true like i wonder rosemary's baby even come out uh 60s yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, that's probably like the closest thing I can think of in terms of timeline that yeah be even comparable to a film like this. Yeah, you could say that. Like, because before then you had like I don't know, like Frankenstein or Frankenstein, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, I guess that would be kinds of movies. Yeah, they're really like horror horror films, like slasher type films. Yeah, yeah. like or yeah, it's, it'd just be stuff like that. The Vincent Price films with like uh, Last Man on Earth, which is I Am Legend, right? Mm-hmm. Which like it's not really a horror film, but I guess it's sort of a horror. You could also say that like around that time, well, even before that, it was all like the sci-fi horror films. Oh yeah, like the aliens coming down from the space. The thing, invasion of what the body snatchers and whatnot. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. It's not really like in terms of Dracula, like we weren't in the Bella Lugosi era, but we were like in the Hammer films with Christopher Lee. I guess that got, those movies got violent. You can see blood coming out and whatnot, but still. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I don't think any any film before all those films could really like go with what Texas Chainsaw was going. I guess that's what it really created a legacy. For this film, you know, because uh, I was reading that, like, a lot of movie, like, a lot of studios, they want this to be shown. Like, I mean, sorry. Like, yeah, they didn't want this movie to come out and was, like, banned in certain areas. Yeah, I was going to say. And, like, the reaction of it was, like, really, like, disturbing to some people. Yeah. I mean, like, the idea of the film is disturbing, but, like, watching the film, it's really not that disturbing, like. There's not much like. Do you think that that because we have like our 2022 goggles right now? Probably like you like you literally see more in like cartoons. <laughs> yeah, 
Like there's literal sh- shows I watched as a children, which were more violent than this mm-hmm. or more like explicit than this. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, like there's like, like there was not much like actually shown no. in this film. No. And it's, it's kind of weird because again, the, the title of the movie is also kind of misleading in some sense too. Cause can you, there's like how many de- like body counts there? There is like, four on top of the other guy who gets killed at the end oh yeah and then, so five people that really died yeah it's not I, I i wouldn't call that a massacre yeah i mean it's like a bunch of people died yeah but it's not like he was going left and right like cutting through people yeah yeah i don't know man yeah so it is kind of misleading but i mean it is like um i mean it's a great fucking title a film yeah it really baits you in yeah texas chainsaw massacre yeah Yeah, like you just read that out of the gates and you're just like oh shit it's like this movie's gonna be fucking brutal which i feel like i think in later adaptations for this film they really got to that level because like out of the bat i could tell you that 2003 remake which actually it's actually not a bad remake it's like one of the one of the better films I've seen has a horror movie remake that's actually like pretty good. Yeah, I mean uh, they had a uh, the sergeant from Full Metal Jacket in that movie too. Charlie Ermy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember I said I saw one of the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even that I remember being like a little more you know gra- graphic than yeah. this one so how the 2022 version is like insanely graphic man you had like Leatherface killing like a whole bus of people jeez like literally like fucking 30 people in the bus or like at least 30 like all getting like fucking slaughtered by his chainsaw it's gruesome and but I mean the movie sucks by the way I'm not defending that movie whatsoever it's actually a really fucking terrible film but like you, you could see that like later they really amped up the the blood and gore and you think that the movie this movie would be like that but it's not really that bloody no I mean like they go out of their way to like not show things yeah it's like when anyone gets like sort of cut up it's sort of like obscured or in the dark or something oh yeah or the attention is not like at the body it's more like around what's going on yeah i was gonna say the most gruesome scene is where a guy got run over by a truck like yeah i think that's like the most gruesome one yeah yeah even then it was kind of like i don't know you barely see it yeah you know yeah uh so i mean again like i like the raw cinematography that it had it really establishes the atmosphere that this is fucking Texas. Um, again, I also like the documentary style, like in the beginning, when you see all the bodies and whatnot, and then the flat the the flash sound, like the sound. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like it really sets the mood for what we're about to see. I don't think a lot of movies really do justice in terms of setting the mood. I mean, we just talked about the Shining. And that really sets the mood for the film. Regardless how it goes, at least it got you reeled in. So I feel like this movie does a really good job at baiting you into watching it. Now, whatever you see it, that's up to interpretation. So I got to ask you now. 
How do you see it? How do I see the movie? I see it as a product of the time. Product of the time? Sure. It is. It was made in the 70s, 1974. It was a very low budget film, very clearly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like. Maybe I was expecting something different because I was like, I've heard this movie for years and years. Like, I don't know what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I was expecting maybe a little more attention or something. Sure. I don't know. Some people say this movie is very tense. I was like, I don't know. It's kind of just like it went on for like a third of the film. Kind of just like a, a woman running around screaming. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. And the first part of it was like, first part of it was fine. It was like a typical setup for a horror movie, which I guess at the time wasn't typical. So mm-hmm. give it that. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like getting into like creepy situations. And then like the next part is just <laughs> kids being stupid. So yeah. I'm just like, I don't know. I just couldn't take it completely seriously. Fair enough. It was just like watching it. Just like, bruh just what is going on yeah yeah um you know what i'm actually not a big fan of the first half of the film i think that is to me personally the most boring aspect of the film it's kind of weird because you think that like okay this movie is kind of weird because you think that like sure a lot of movies have bad first halves sure right um and a lot of movies have bad third halves yeah um, or the, at least, like, the final act is pretty bad. Or it ends or concludes bad. But, like, not a lot of movies have those things being bad and then the second half being actually pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... Uh, I think it's sort of like there's... It's almost like there's two movies here. It's like there's a first half of the film and then there's a second half when, like, Leatherface gets introduced or it sort of turns into, like, a whole different film. Yeah. And that's like the rest of the film after that is like the actual horror movie. And the first parts is like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't really go anywhere because, okay, well, I guess we could, you want to just write, talk the plot? Yeah. I mean, there's not really much. No, plot. there's not really much. But so, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a very typical setup that you see nowadays where it's like five kids. Well, actually, I mean, I do want to talk about the opening is very interesting I thought right. with the opening narration. Yeah. Being like, this was based off real events and some, mm-hmm. I think they said one of the guys was an invalid, which people don't really say anymore. Yeah. So I, I had to ask you what the hell that meant. Cause I didn't understand. People don't know what an invalid is. It's just someone who's handicapped. Uh, I see. Someone who's someone who's usually like in a wheelchair. Is I, invalid. Yeah. Which, yeah, one of the guys is uh, in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So it's just like four friends and then the, like five guy- people going out, out like to the countryside to go visit like an old property and they're just driving around and they pick up a hitchhiker and the hitchhiker is on cracker or he's crazy as fuck. Yeah. He's just like going on about the slaughterhouse and takes out like a knife and like just cuts his own hand and then yeah. he like takes their picture and then like grabs his own knife, cuts the guy's wrist and they throw him out. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, Jesus Christ, what is going on? Like, yeah. And then, yeah, they get to the gas station and then like, Oh, we need some gas. Like, I ain't got no gas, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, why you need <laughs> still like that? Why do you why do you go in an old house and get hurt? Yeah. <laughs> I realized later he was trying to get them to stay for a reason, probably, but yeah. But maybe not. I don't know. It's hard to say. No, I think he was getting them to stay for a reason. Yeah. He was Considering trying- what we know later. Yeah, I was trying to get him to stay. I was just thinking of something. <laughs> no, say it, say it, say it. I was like, I don't know if that, that broom was big enough for all of them. <laughs> In context, we'll get there, but yes. But yeah, like he was actually giving legitimate advice. He's like, yeah, why are you going about his old house? I'm like, yeah, why are you going to some random ass old house that you used to live in that's like literally falling apart? Yeah. <laughs> and then we get there and I pointed out how they all went upstairs and they just left the guy in the wheelchair at the bottom floor out in the sun. Yeah, honestly, that was like, again, I feel like this movie's the origin for him. Like, <laughs> if you don't know what the movie's about, you might think that the origin of this movie is actually him. Like, he's the real villain of this movie, considering the way that they, like, mistreat his ass. Yeah, they all go, like, they're all upstairs, like, laughing, having a good time. He's out in the sun, just, like, can't even get up a single, like, step on the porch, because it's, like, so, like, decrepit. <laughs> it's so true. And he just does this whole thing where he's just, like, he's just, like, eh, well, come have a good time. <laughs> Starts making that sound. Yeah, you're fucking dying laughing. <laughs> you were also dying. I was, yeah. Because it's contagious, man. You're fucking dying. I'm just like, like you know what's funny? Because I always feel like I watch, I, I watch this film by myself, majority of the time, and it's like, yeah, I don't take into consideration other people's reactions. Yes, exactly. And other times when you're watching, this, people just point out things you don't really like think about. Exactly. I'm just thinking in my head. I'm like, oh, you just pissed, you know. But I guess, like, this movie gave me more, like, watching this again really put me into perspective. Like, I know he's disabled. I'm not being ableist. I swear to God, do not cancel me for being fucking ableist here. And I'm not. The thing is, he's so fucking annoying as a character. There was zero redeeming factors of this guy. I mean, can we just go on a limb and say, like, all of them are fucking annoying? Yes, okay, you can say that. You can say that. Maybe not the final girl, not Sally. I don't. Th- okay, maybe she sounds annoying <laughs> at mean, the she, end. Uh, I mean, she was pretty annoying when she's like arguing with her brother. Okay, yeah, I guess you can say you can say that. Give yeah. me the flashlight. <laughs> yeah, okay, you can say that they all have like shitty fucking characters. Like none of them is like somewhat interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say they're all kind of just like. Yeah, they're just like it, it, if you know wrestling by any chance, this is literally like seeing a superstar being fucking like Letterface, and all these other people being jobbers. Yes, they're literally <laughs> all jobbers. Yeah, exactly. They have like no personality whatsoever, or like any in any decent personality, and they're just like a kill count at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, so anyway, they go to this old house, and then two of them, like, one couple, like, go running into the field for some reason, being like, ha, ha, ha. Thanks, enjoying a good time. And then they hear a guy running a motor. They're like, oh, we need gas. Go ask him for some gas. (laughs) This is where the series of very stupid decisions start, where the guy's like, they can't see anyone. He goes up to the door, knocks on it, 
No one's home. The door opens. He sees no one's in the house. Yells in the house for like two minutes straight. Be like, hello, hello, hello. I would like, just give up. <laughs> just go away. Like, no one's there. Like, yeah. no one's in. And if they are, they don't want to talk to you, obviously. Like, yeah. what do you think? They're in like the shower and they just got to wait for them? Like, but, if you, if you, but do they? The, he heard noise, right? Inside. He heard noise after like a while. Okay, okay. Yeah, you hear like what sounds like pig squealing noise. Right, 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 right. I think this is where like the film, like we said, the film changes to another film where it's just like Leatherface just comes out of like the back and he's like, ha. And like, I want to call it like the most iconic scene for this film, personally, because when I see like horror movie documentaries and shit like that, and or anytime they're trying to get a Texas Chainsaw reference, they always go to this scene. But of him like popping out of like the background and just like hitting him in the head. Exactly. Cause it just comes out of left field. Like I don't think a lot of people expect this shit like that to happen. There was like no setup to that too. Yeah. I mean, I do kind of like respect that mode. It is like, it wasn't like, it did come out of nowhere. It didn't like scare me or anything, but I was like, okay, that's just like, you just, just fucking dead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's what you get for breaking into people's houses. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny. Cause I don't know if that scene per, like potentially is like a mistake. Cause considering he walks up to like, Oh, it's like a step, right? Yeah. And like he trips over it. Cause I guess he doesn't see it. And then that's when like Leatherface appears with the hammer and just like pops him down. And I'm like, is that supposed to happen though? Like, was that supposed to be, like he's supposed to trip down? I don't know. So he can get the angle to like hit him like with hammer because it looks like a mistake. It just looks sloppy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's like uh, maybe that's part of the point. It's like Leatherface, not a very clean killer. No, no, I guess he really isn't. <laughs> he's supposed to. It's supposed to be like he's supposed to be like a guy working in the slaughterhouse, right? He's like a butcher. Yeah, he just like fucking smashes people over the head, just chops them up, you know. It's yeah, not really like precise. It's yeah. like a method. I guess you could. Uh, I guess I can point out that uh, Leatherface is uh, he's portrayed as a individual that has autism or some sort of mental handicap. Yeah, well, I think they more like in throughout the films they kind of like lean more into the, the autism aspect. Yeah, but yeah, like mental disabilities, and yeah. if you will. I was reading that the um the guy actually went to schools for like the mentally disabled to like learn how people who can't really communicate like act. And he tried to not be not offensive about it as well. That's and, impressive. And he was, really wasn't that an offensive a portrayal. I thought no, I mean, it's just like it surely has like some intelligence. It's just like he can't really talk. No, you no, can't, really, can't really talk. You can't really communicate like a normal way. Yeah, that's impressive considering that like, uh, it's the seventies and like they had schools for people with autism. That's I don't know if it's specifically for autism. It's probably called something. It probably just lumped everyone together into like one thing. I see. It was sort of like yeah, yeah. Because I was about to say, my the seventies at that time is still not like I don't think they're really picking up into mental disabilities as much yeah it wasn't like specific like you have autism you have this you have that it was more just like you're all like mentally handicapped we're gonna throw you all in one like special yeah special needs school yeah you know it's uh 
or the the common like uh, I'm not sure even make that joke. What? <laughs> but, like riding the short bus, you know? It, right, right. Hey, hey, hey! I was on a short bus at one point. The fuck are you trying to say, huh? Huh? Yeah, you're not that tall. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who's the drum snares on that one? But you, yeah, <laughs> quite the opposite. Love to face who was actually a massive man. I think they said without like Gunnar Hansen's huge, dude. I think they said without the heels, he's six four, and with the heels, which are like three inches tall, he's like six seven, six eight. Yeah, he's fucking huge. You know, I mean, like, yeah, when he was chasing her through the woods, I'm like, this guy is massive. Like, I imagine she's like average height, and he's like, it looks like she's twice her height. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like ridiculous. Yeah. Like, how does this man not catch up to her in like a second? Yeah, exactly. Which <laughs> we'll explain later, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, this was, I mean, the death looked kind of funny. It's the way he was shaking, but. No, yo, like, I, I like that. I like those scenes, though. I like the scenes where, like, somebody gets hit and then, like, the body's, like, shaking. Because that's what would happen, though, no? All the fucking, like, nerves, like, convulsing, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed a little ex- whatever. Anyway, fair enough. I guess it's it's uh we could say that uh Leatherface is based on uh uh actually ser- serial killer in real life, which is Ed Gein. Ed Gein. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, audience members, for hearing that. <laughs> yeah, Ed Gein, Vimy, there is famous serial killer who is famous for cutting people up and making furniture out of them. Yep. He was also inspired uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, yeah, he was cannibal. He was also cannibal. Yeah, he was, he was from. It was in the fifties or the sixties. It happened. I don't remember. Mm, I think it was around there. Yeah, yeah, it was before this. So, yeah, no, he is. Yeah, Leatherface. I don't know. Did Ed Gee wear people's masks, like faces as masks? I'm not sure about that. I, he may have. I don't remember. I read about it a while back. Mm. But he definitely had like furniture made of humans, though. right? So I I guess like a lot of faces trope is to wear people's face as a mask. Yeah, well, yeah, he definitely had. I don't know if it was that clear in this film. They kind of just look like masks, masks. Like didn't really look like yeah. skin or anything like that. Yeah. I guess later it becomes more canon that it's like. That's a person's face that he yeah. uses, right? Yeah. But, I mean, like, in later scenes, you do see people's face, like, being on, like, furniture. Yeah, I mean, even, like, in this same scene, you see a furniture made of people, right? Right, right. Because, like, immediately after, like, this guy gets hit with the, the His hand, girlfriend comes his in. His girlfriend comes in, and she stumbles into a room full of... Bones. <laughs> a, full of a chicken in a cage. <laughs> Yeah, for the give with the chicken. That, that, I like that was funny. That was the first thing they focused on was a chicken in a cage. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> not a chicken. <laughs> in a cage. <laughs> what are these maniacs up to? <laughs> How's she gonna get out of this one? <laughs> yeah, but then later's reveal there's a bunch of bones and like there's furniture made of people's bones. It's so funny because they take so long in that establishing that there's so many goddamn bones and it's like bro like are you telling me that she's still like I'm thinking that the the POV shots 
is her like assessing the situation. I think that's what I said when we were watching. I'm like, why and is she like standing here like looking at everything in the room, like appreciating this man's like artwork? Like, yeah, exactly. So it's like, god damn, like move. Like, why is this taking so long? <laughs> Was Hobie Hooper so impressed with the art department? Like, you guys did a good fucking job. Here, here's the whole scene you know, just her admiring everything well, <laughs> rather I mean, than getting the fuck I mean, out of there. It was so low budget. He's getting his money's worth. He's he, they made all that. He's showing all of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then she also gets uh, caught. And I think this is um, leads to the more iconic thing in the series, I believe, where he hangs her up on the meat hook. Yeah. Which I, I've I like I said, I only saw one other film, but I remember that happening explicitly. Yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. a lot more graphic in the recent ones, but in this one, yeah, yeah, hangs up in the meat hook and chops the guy up with a chainsaw, which is like we said, it's not very explicit at all because he kind of just looks like he's like poking him with it. Yeah, he's like, yeah, and she's like, ah, oh, like, 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 like it's not even any blood. Like, yeah, I you barely like, and she has blood, but it doesn't like it's not splattering as like you would think it would like has a fucking chainsaw is like going through somebody and splattering blood yeah it's like chopping a guy up like but it's just like it kind of just he's like yeah yeah exactly he's like trimming his like beard or something (laughs) pretty much (laughs) yeah so but then like after that this is uh (laughs) another guy goes out to look for them and ends up in the same situation yes the other, yeah. One other guy goes and he just also ends up at the same house. And I'm asking Jimmy, like, does this guy actually go out and kill anyone? Everyone just like shows up at his house and he just like, he just doesn't like people visiting, I guess. I don't know. Like, yeah, technically, technically, Leatherface can get this off because this is technically home invasion right now. <laughs> yeah, it's in Texas, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if there's any state that would like support this is texas and i'm not trying to be a political podcast but that's just the way it is yeah he's gotta stand his ground you know <laughs> yeah, he got, exactly. got these kids breaking into his house really and you know what leatherface doesn't even need fucking guns man he just has the chainsaw <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's hammer a good and a day chainsaw, yeah. and a hammer and a chainsaw that's all he needs <laughs> i do like the scene after that he's like sits down and he's just like uh <laughs> these kids kids <laughs> these fucking meddling kids these kids always in my goddamn house wait I, i'm now i'm actually curious like can he still like you know like we're laughing about this but i'm like this guy has a chainsaw has a fucking weapon for his self-defense i'm thinking like does the court of law look at that and be like that's a little bit excessive uh excessive weapon to use to kill people for your self-defense i think there there are laws <laughs> against excessive force you know okay like, they always say you're only allowed to defend yourself with as much force as necessary so if, like a guy comes out and like shoves you on the street and then you pull out like a gun and shoot him in the face they're gonna say that's a little excessive yeah you can't be like oh i was so threatened that i had to like shoot him you could be like yeah you can like punch him or shove him back but they're not gonna you just like you need reasonable grounds to yeah exactly back. so having a chainsaw definitely it's a reasonable ground yeah, it's you can get away with a hammer maybe yeah you could be like oh i saw i thought the guy had a gun so i hit him with the hammer yeah. <laughs> you can't be like oh i he had a gun so i like took a chainsaw and like tied him up and then chopped him up after you know? <laughs> and i ate him after <laughs> <laughs> I needed my protein for that night. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, reading a little bit of the trivia about the masks he's wearing. Yeah. How they have different personalities. I don't know, but I know about the one in the dinner scene, but I don't know about the ones like. He, he only he, wears one after. He says he has three different masks. So apparently it could be the end, maybe like the like the last GC. No, they have this one in this scene, and then later when the guy comes home, he's wearing a different one, and then the one after that is a, a, also a different one. Okay, it just looks similar to the previous one. Oh, okay, okay. He just has like makeup on it because apparently, like. It's supposed to represent how Leatherface has no, like, actual personality without the mask on. So he changes mask depending on, like, what he wants to be at the time. Yeah. So you see in that, like, final scene, he's more of, like, the housewife. Yeah. Yeah. They call it the pretty woman mask because it's supposed to be, like, a guest or, like, a dinner. Yeah. And, like, this one is, like, his killing mask. Ah, okay. I see. So... So yeah, but anyway, they, the two people, the brother and the sister. Yeah, we didn't establish that. Oh yeah, that the brothers and sisters. The, yeah, the guy in the wheelchair and the girl Sally is their brother and sister, and they're like, we should get out of here. Well, like one's when it's like, I'm gonna go look for them, and then they start arguing. Yeah, and then they did once again. It's just, also like the most dysfunctional like fucking siblings I've ever seen in my whole life. You you can even make an argument that like not having them as siblings would have worked out better. Yeah, they're just like arguing all the time. Yeah, there's like no camaraderie when it comes to like with them being siblings. You, we only know the siblings because like the first beginning of the title card is like the only mention of it. Yeah, they do mention that like yeah, this was her brother. Like, exactly, but it's like it, the way they re- they were talking to each other, you can barely see that they were fucking brothers and sisters. They can just say they're like just friends. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, no, I was going to say it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so they don't, they go along with more stupid decisions, decide to go look for their friends in the woods in the middle of the night in the countryside. Mm-hmm. And surprise, this guy comes out and like chainsaws a guy in a wheelchair. Yeah. And this is where this woman spends the next like 30 minutes of a film screaming straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this is like a. I don't know. I think this is, um, I don't know. I don't know the people's opinions on this part of the film, but I guess this is what for a lot of people makes the film is pretty much just like nonstop, like, like, like horror action, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Like some sort of tension. I wouldn't say it's like, I guess it's sort of tense, but like, I don't know, maybe it was just because of the budget. It didn't feel that tense, but I can see how people would see this as all really tense or it's basically her being chased yeah constantly and then she's just yeah the trivia during the scene was the guy was apparently like even in his heels he was still faster than the main actress so he had mm-hmm. to start like doing random stuff was chasing her he was watching and he's just like trimming the trees with the chainsaw yeah <laughs> i'm just like bro <laughs> it's kind of weird right he just like stops like chop down some branches i'm just like oh I guess the like, I guess the excuse was like, oh, he's too tall to get through there, right? So yeah. Gotta- so, oddly enough, like, like, I don't think the chase scene is really that good. No, I don't think it's no. Like, I I've seen better like Final Girl horror uh, and, and like main killer chase scenes better than this because I just think it's like redundant. Like she's going through um this field. She runs into this house. Which is like his house. His house. 
she sees all the fucking dick, like, she goes upstairs, she sees, like, two bodies that look like they're dead. Well, one of them is dead, at least, and the other one still kind of looks like it's alive. Yeah, can we just talk about that guy? Yeah. I thought that was a mask that whole time. Yeah, I did too. Apparently, that was just supposed to be old, old man makeup. Yeah, I, 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 that's definitely not old, how an old man looks like, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) It works out. They could have just cast an older man. I was like, bro, this just looks like he's wearing a mask. Like, I thought that was supposed to be like the thing, like, yeah, leather face, and then you got like the grandpa, who were also. Wears a mask or something. I don't know. Exactly. But apparently that's just supposed to be his face. I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. That's surreal horror. So <laughs> the horrors of aging. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? So, okay. So after she leaves there, right? <laughs> you laughed at this scene so hard. Um, well, I also it, laughed at where she just like ran out a window. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. It's like, so she runs out of there. Leatherface is already up there. She has nowhere to go, so she just jumps out of the fucking window like she's the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> like, bursts through it. And you're making this, like, uh, comment that, like, holy shit, like, is this a glass, like, fucking paper mache? It pretty, it pretty much was. She just, like, she didn't even, like, kick it or anything. She just ran straight through it, like, <laughs> with, like, no, no hindrance at all. Yeah, right? Like, I was like, bro, like, they gotta fix their damn windows in this place. Like, <laughs> it's so, like, the crane that even the windows are so easily... Like, I don't understand the construction of this place. It took him, like, a minute to chop through a wood door with a chainsaw, <laughs> and then she suddenly just runs through a glass window like it's nothing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is, who paid anyone to build this place? Like, <laughs> Right? So then, okay, she comes out of the window, and clearly, she, you know, she's kind of fucked up. <laughs> But uh, Leatherface comes back down, and then again, it becomes another chase through the woods. Through the woods, it looks like literally like the same fucking shots, basically. So I felt like like in in production they were just shooting the entire scenes of her just going through the woods like all together. Yeah, which would make sense. Yeah, I was gonna say this is one continuous like chase scene, which goes on for like a pretty long time. Yeah. And it's like, again, like, judging the fact that, like, now that we know in production that, like, he was so fast and she was so slow, it kind of makes sense in some scenes because, like, when, like, at least at the end of the chase scenes, you can see him, like, really, like, close to the point where I'm, like, thinking, you know, he could just, like, reach his hand and just grab her immediately. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, <laughs> like, they're so close to each other. Like, I thought, I'm like, this man looks like he's, like, lightly jogging after her, like, yeah. the whole time. And yeah. Like, I was like, okay, yeah. So. And, and, yeah, it's just, so, it's not one of the better chase scenes. Yeah. But, again, it, guys, it's iconic. It's an iconic movie, so, what can I say? Yeah, and then, so, after this whole chase scene, she runs back to the gas station. Yeah. And the guy lets her in, and then... He's like, oh, I'll go help you. And then it's like, I think this was actually probably what I would consider for me, probably the most like dumbest scene. Well, uh, the dumbest scene. But right before this, they have one moment, which is actually kind of scary, which is like she's just sitting there and you see like they zoom in on like all the meat roasting. And you're like, oh, right. And it leads you to think like, what is all this meat they keep like pointing out? Right. Mm -hmm. After you just see like. This guy butchering people, right? Yeah. 
And then it's like you just see the door like be open and you're just like the guy like slowly backs up the pickup truck. And I was like, oh, my God, is the guy going to like come through the door all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Right. But then he comes out with a sack and he's like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, hey, just, just you need to hold on. She pulls out a knife and he's like. I don't want to hurt you. And he just pulls out a broom and starts whacking her. This <laughs> is the dumbest. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really dumb. So, okay. To give more context, he has the knife. It's not even a small knife. It's like a oh, butcher knife. It's a big-ass knife. Yeah, it's a butcher knife. It looks like a butcher knife, at least. This guy, the gas station owner guy, Grabs a fucking broom. And I'm not talking about like a fucking modern broom that you think it is, you know? It's like a push broom or something. Yeah, it's like a straw broom, basically. Yeah. It's old-fashioned broom. And the way that she this guy gets the fucking knife out of her hand, she's not he's not even using the hard the handle side. He's using the straw side to fucking knock the fucking knife out of her hand. And he's just like hitting her in the head with it. Yeah, and just like just whacking her with the straw. <laughs> and she's just like, ah, ah. I was like, like, if you have time to like scream, you'd like it to like do better. Like, he's clearly not doing any damage to you. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, if anyone's actually been hit with a straw broom, like the straw part, it is not like that painful at all. No, it really is. Like, you really have to smack someone with it. Yeah, like, exactly. And he wasn't doing that. He was kind of just like, ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he was like the most fittest guy ever. If like now, maybe if Letterface did the same thing. I could see how that might hurt, considering he's fucking huge. Yeah, but this guy's like some middle-aged, like, average build dude who's just, like, yeah. casually smacking her. Like a dad bod, like, times three. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then after, she gets on the floor, and then that's when he changes the handles, and then, like... Well, the broom actually broke, so he just... <laughs> oh, it broke? Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, so maybe we were wrong. Maybe he's hitting her so hard that the broom broke. <laughs> I guess. Or just, like, everything else in this place, it's, like, really poorly constructed. <laughs> yeah, it's just broke. You're just like, fuck it. We're going with it. Keep on going. Yeah, man's actually knock her out after he actually hits her decently one time. Yeah. <laughs> this puts her in the sack, and then... They didn't really knock her out that long. No. And he just like he's like he keeps doing this weird thing where he's like he keeps like looking over and makes like this weird smiley face and he just like pokes at the room. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why is he doing that? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, I think this is also another um, more common trope in horror movies now, where it's like other people are actually in on the the whole plot there with the main killer, right? Where it's like, it's not just one person. Mm -hmm. It's like, actually like, oh, by the way, that guy you met earlier, he's also evil. Yeah. Like, I think this is done in like, well, in Scream, they do this like all the time. Saw also does this all the time. Oh, yeah. It's just mislead you into. Into believing it's only one person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everybody's in on it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, this is another common thing that happens. So, so the Scooby-Doo thing, it's like, I thought it was Miss Old Man Jenkins the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But it was actually this other guy. Yeah, right. The owner. <laughs> yeah. We also find out that the uh, 
the hitchhiker from before was also a relative. They're all a family. So yeah, they're a family. So all family. And then, yeah. So this leads to like the most famous scene, I think, which I, I actually heard of was the dinner scene. They're all sitting around. I, I like to call it the second famous scene, but sure. But after like the end. Oh, uh, that's one. good. The ending is, is iconic too. Jeez. I'm, okay. It, it, top three. Top three scenes is the hammer scene, the dinner scene, and then the ending. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, this dinner scene is like, it's kind of creepy, I guess. But yeah. it's also like, I don't know. Maybe- it's very chaotic, if you will, because you don't know what the fuck is happening because it's like Sally is screaming. And honestly, for the last 10, 15 minutes, at least. Heard her she's been screaming. That's the only thing she's been really fucking doing. It's just screaming. Yeah. It also, it also doesn't help that like, it's, I mean, it's kind of a cool decision that they said that a lot of the soundtrack wasn't really like music. It was mm-hmm. mostly just, they said they wanted to go with sounds that animals would hear in a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's why there was also like that really like high pitched sound constantly would sort of sound like screaming. Mm. So it's like there is just like a high pitch noise constantly in the background as well. Mm. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, they're just sitting around and they're just like, I don't know. They're just like yelling at each other and like she's just screaming the whole time. And then they bring down like old man, old grandpa. Yeah. Who's not wearing a mask apparently. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, eh, grandpa's going to take care of you. And he keeps like putting a hammer in his hand. He just keeps dropping it. Like, well, apparently he's like the more proliferation perf- killer out of all of them. Yeah. Like he's, I guess he, I guess that's like the more Ed Gein inspiration, I guess, considering that he is a killer that like, has enough bodies on him. At least that's the way, the way that they're hyping him up. Yeah, they're like, yeah, he was the best, you know? Like, Yeah. So they're like, yeah, I'll get you to it. But he's like an old man, so he just keeps dropping the hammer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every two seconds. <laughs> exactly. So they actually, I, I saw that they actually uh, had the guy, like, it was a real hammer. And uh, obviously they're supposed to hit the body. The thing is, like, he kept missing with, because of the, he wasn't really trying to hit her. But there was still like injuries in the scene. Like she, like the actress, really did get hit by the hammer, like at the back of her neck. Just, yeah, yeah. Even though like the scene is supposed to be him like like failing and not getting it in, there's sometimes I would like it actually. He would actually hit her. Yeah, this actress got hurt a lot in this film. Like actually hurt, right? Like she- a lot of people got injured in this set. Apparently, it was like fucking danger. Yeah, she's running through the woods. Of, she's apparently getting cut up by the branches. So, like, yeah. the blood in that scene is, like, actually just her blood. Mm-hmm. Like, when she landed the window thing, it was supposed to be a stunt double. But she did, like, the landing. She, like, hurt herself doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, anyway, after this chaotic scene, she also just jumps through another window. Yeah, exactly. Get away. And then it's... I thought it was kind of interesting that it was a transition to daytime when you're just unaware. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought that was interesting, but it was like, it's just her runs. She just runs away. It's like morning time, I think. Yeah. So she just runs away and then she's getting changed by a hitchhiker dude who gets run over by a truck. And then he ends up going with another guy in a truck. And then like, 
I'm going to give like props to these guys for like stopping in this crazy situation. If you saw someone being chased down on a highway by someone with like a literal chainsaw on their hand, mm-hmm. would you stop to like, oh, I'm going to take out a wrench and like throw it at the guy's face? Exactly. It's like, that's a little intense. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I'd be like, hey, get in the car, baby. But I wouldn't be like, oh, let me stop. I'm going to stop this guy. Like, yeah, exactly. Because I thought that was weird. Like the truck driver got out to like help her. And then he got back in the car and then he left the truck mm-hmm. and went around the other side. I was like, well, why? Why not just drive away? Like, yeah, exactly. The guy was just like scratching his paint on his truck, like <laughs> with his chainsaw. Yeah, maybe he thought the chainsaw was going to go in through the, the door immediately. It didn't do anything. Yeah. Like scratched up his paint at all. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah. These. And then another guy comes by in a pickup truck and just saves her. Yeah. And then I guess this leads to the famous chainsaw dance scene where he just starts like swirling around. Exactly. Like swinging a chainsaw. Yeah. Like back to our American Cycle uh, review. Like one of the, that was like one of the scenes where uh, Patrick Bateman was like fucking like working out too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just the end of the film. So that was a film. Yeah. That, that was a film. Yeah. Um, again, <laughs> talking about this review, I don't think it really holds up too much to you, which is understandable. Well, I mean, it's my first time seeing it, right? So I don't know. Maybe it was like it's so like iconic a film that I just expected something else. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. That could be it. Um, look, uh, as a if I'm putting a rating on this, I'm gonna put like a. A good like eight, eight out of ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm giving this a seven. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I'm giving it a seven. Seven is generous for you. I'm giving a seven just because of I can see the after watching more horror movies, I can see the sort of legacy of it, you know, mm-hmm. rather than like my actual like. And I didn't like. I wasn't like watching this film and being like oh i hope this is over you know like yeah like it's just it's more enjoyable than an average film like enjoyment is a big factor in like how i would rate a film like Mm -hmm. like personally at least yeah like objectively as a film i don't know maybe i would rate this lower than that but like enjoyment i'd still enjoyed it even if i was kind of just more like in a unintentional way but yeah maybe not from a horror perspective so it in my in my humble opinion when we when it comes to slasher genres right um there's two things that work as the formula and i don't think again texas chainsaw got the formula i think the formula again started with uh halloween which came out like what five years after this film yeah five so yeah. yeah So they didn't really get the formula down yet. So I do believe that the body counts are necessary in a slasher film, right? The thing is, there's no, like, person to root for because I guess our character that we have to root for is Sally in this case. But, like, we have zero, zero, like, knowledge of Sally, yeah, I was going to say, I guess that was the one downside of it sort of being like supposed to be like a documentary depiction of true events sort of thing. Yeah. Or it's like there's no 
there's no reason to like like any of these people. No. You're just like they're just being some stupid teenagers. Yeah. Or stupid kids. They're, and you're like, okay, cool. They're dead, I guess. <laughs> exactly, right? So the like again, I'm not saying that this movie didn't have suspense. It definitely definitely had some element of suspense and definitely like shock scares. Uh I don't think Halloween did that, personally. Because that movie was built on, like, tension alone. Yeah. Right? Or just suspense in a sense, right? But, like, again, Chainsaw is very grimy. It's very dirty. Kills are supposed to be looking dirty and grimy. Um, I would have just wanted, again, a bit more character development. And I'm not saying that, like, I need my character to be like a Meryl Streep actress. I'm not saying that. It's more like, again, I, I don't know anything about Sally. I don't know anything about any of these dudes. I can't, the only person I know, I the reason why I know Sally is because, again, like, I'm a horror movie fan, so I will know her name, right? Because she's like one of the original yeah. Final Girls. I cannot name anybody else in this fucking movie yeah. if I really tried. Jerry is one of them. I don't even know who the fuck Jerry was. <laughs> the only other guy I know for sure was Franklin, was the wheelchair. Okay. That's, yeah, just because he's. she said it. And I think at that point I was like trying to consciously figure out whose people whose name was. Exactly. I was, I was literally thinking I was watching. I'm like, I don't have to look these people's names up because I didn't. I don't know any of their names. Right exactly. Now. It's like I. I didn't care about knowing their names because to me there was just job or two, job or three, job or four. That's it. While Sally being the only fucking character that, like, again, that we could fucking like follow, but again, like her character is so shit that like there's nothing really to go around there that's what i'm saying that halloween figure out that formula because you know who laurie schrode is off the bat yeah you know and in that movie you know that she is like you know her a bit more you know she's the shy conservative uh babysitter and all her other friends are just a crazy partying have sex with guys type of thing right yeah um but i mean there is level to their characters too, because they are good characters as well. But basically, that's the trope, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's the only thing that I feel like Chainsaw miss. But I don't. I I just think that it's because they weren't aware of the formula yet. Well, I mean, you it's know? like we said, it was sort of one of the pioneers of it, so they were just kind of trying something different. Yeah. To like see how it went and you can see a lot of like i was mentioning a lot of the things that were a lot of tropes that were sort of shown in this film that weren't really seen before exactly so like that's sort of why i would rate it higher than i would have had i not known what this film was yeah in context you know but like i said it's just like i don't know (laughs) would i come back to this film i might actually rewatch it not maybe not on my own but no, no, probably not. But you know what? Like, I, I would love to tackle the remake because I feel like the 2003 remake is actually not bad that I that I remembered. I and to be honest, I did not follow through any of the other Texas Chainsaw movies up to the 2022 film. So the Texas Chainsaw Part Two, the beginning, I didn't watch that. I didn't watch Texas Chainsaw 3D. I did not see Letterface. 
Yeah. You know, it's like I, I, I could I could be less bothered about those type of films because I feel like those films are just cash grabs that are trying to just get into this character uh, to this film. And I don't think Texas Chainsaw is a movie that should be a cash grab. I don't think it's one of those franchises that it, it became that because I mean he's a famous character. Fuck, he's showing up in Mortal Kombat Ten, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a very recognizable character. Yeah, he's a very famous character now. But like, I just don't think that Leatherface is that type of character that should be. I in, in my like horror movie like tier list, like he's not even like cracking the top two. Or, like, top five, maybe. Of, of, like, what? Like, good horror movie characters? Or, like, like, like slasher icons, you know? You got your Ghostface, your Michael Myers, your Jason, your Freddy. Uh, people like to put... Uh, obviously, Chucky. People like to put Pinhead a lot. I don't know why. Pinhead's not a slasher film. As far as I'm aware, that's not a slasher film. No, it isn't. I don't know. But I like to put Pinhead in that category, and I'm like, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know. I guess his leather face is does have a very distinctive look, so mm. maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. You, who else would you put, like, Candyman? <laughs> I guess you could put Candyman up there. You could put, uh, I don't know. A leprechaun? like <laughs> Yeah, Leprechaun, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like... How many like recognizable slashers could people name, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, like this, I feel like this, like now, slash new slasher villains, right. like the Happy Death Day Death Baby. Day. Wasn't that like a time travel movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's not. It's a it's a Groundhog Day Groundhog movie. Day movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You could say that, like it's up there. I think now everybody's more into like the spiritual demon shit, like the nun now. The nun, yeah. The nun, Reagan. I mean, from some like Reagan has been a classic, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Was that film Orphan about that? Oh yeah, the orphan girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's the up there Baba now. Duke. Would you call Baba Duke a slasher? I don't know. I mean, like the spiritual. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No it's, no, it's not a sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about like spiritual demon stuff. I, I, I just say that now, like that's more of the trope that everybody's going for. It's like the bye bye man, the slender <laughs> man, the the nuns, the Laronas, the bye bye man, yeah, the bye bye, the pee pee poo poo man. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that that's a episode for a different time for a different show. <laughs> that's when we run out of ideas. Yeah, this or you know what? We just know that the movie's so shit that we're just like, guys, he's a shit movie. We're just going for it. We we were gonna do that at one point, but maybe we'll get around to that one day. We will. We will definitely will. Uh, anyways, we're just gonna wrap this up. <laughs> uh, what was your rating again? Seven. Seven. Fair enough. Okay. Again, I still thought you were gonna put at least a five or a six, but <laughs> it's it's a bit like better than I mean, like it's not actually like a better film than average, but it is a more enjoyable film than average. Mm, okay, yeah. yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah, I can see you thinking about that. 
yeah, and I'm sticking with my eight. So, um, we're gonna wrap this up. Uh, thanks for listening to us <laughs> ranting about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's kind of funny because most movie, like most movie reviews, would probably like like brag about this film being so iconic and shit. And by the way, we are bright. I I am stating that it is iconic. There's nothing wrong with saying how iconic it is, but. I think me and you could be at least honest to each other and be like, look, it's not that. It's it's age not the best. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, even oh, we watched Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought that was like a way better film than this one. Yeah. And that was not that much older. It's like eight years. This movie is eight years younger than that one. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I guess that was just the time the slashers, they figured out more of the the formulas and like we said the characters were at least more enjoyable yeah like i actually liked the final character mm-hmm. so it's like and then the killer was a, a little more interesting but i don't know what yeah. face was actually not that uninteresting he had he had his moments this didn't really explore it unfortunately mm-hmm. yeah so yeah no, that works so uh anyways guys thanks for listening to us um still have another week of spooktober so hopefully we can pick out another set of films that we can watch yeah anyway all right until then bye take care